I wouldn't even know how to do that. What do you do? Just like walk up to random people and go, hey, blah, 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 sports. Sports Empire, the podcast, a part of the DynastySportsEmpire.com podcast network. Dare I say, the flagship podcast of the Dynasty Sports Empire podcast network. We bring you the latest in sports and fantasy sports, which shall we say, a lighter approach to what most people consider a very serious undertaking. On the show today, episode number 75, recording on August 30th, 2022. Albert Pujols continues his chase for 700 home runs. We do NFL playoff predictions for the upcoming season, NFL awards predictions in a few different uh, award markets. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo restructures his contract. And what does that mean? Um, College football week one is upon us. We preview the two big games of the week. All right. At DSE Podcast on Twitter, as always, rate and review us with five stars on Apple Podcasts to help other people find us. If you give us a five-star review, we'll read it on the pod. And Spotify has ratings now, too, for podcasts, so give us five stars there as well. With all of that out of the way, as always, I'm your host, Jeff Roman, and alongside me tonight and every night is a guy who's rooting for at least one home run a week from Albert Pujols the rest of the way. Tim Reinhardt, welcome, Tim. One one a week gets us gets us home. That's one way to look at it. So he's he's at six ninety four. So we need right. six home runs. We got. We were texting about this earlier. Thirty two games. That's one every five and a half or something. Five and a quarter games. So right. that's that's assuming he plays in every one of them. That's right where right. things get a little fishy. I was excited tonight to see him in the lineup against a right-handed pitcher. Um, so th- that's encouraging for the chase. Um, but I-, I think, like we said before, if things continue to trend in the right direction with the division, I would like to see Pujols get, I don't know, the last play the last 20 games. Um, if they're... If they're up six games with twenty to go, that's that's pretty as close as you can get to insurmountable. Um, so, like, I'd I'd love to see them play Pujols uh, all the way down and, and chase that seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, especially just looking at the last six against Pittsburgh, um, th- that's an everyday situation. Um, you know, hopefully they will. Um, they have two before that against Milwaukee. Hopefully, they have put them in the trash by then. Um, yeah, the sooner Milwaukee's in the trash, the sooner they will, um, you know, kind of be more free to do that. Um, games against the Dodgers though, um, that, uh, Dodgers in San Diego, which they might have to play a little matchups on. Um, and those are away. So a West coast swing there, that'll be, that'll be a little bit tough, but I, I think you're right. I think, you know, probably play him the majority of games, all left-handers, yeah, you know, and and maybe fifty fifty on the right handers, um, just like last night where uh, they chased the the starter, and then in comes a left handed exactly and Detweiler. Yeah. Um, so you never know when that when that stuff's going to happen. So I mean, it doesn't seem a lot to me, like one home run a week, um, but that would be a lot of home runs. <laughs> it, it is a lot of home runs for someone that's probably going to have limited, you know, 
60 to 75 percent of of right. you know the eligible at bats i guess um i think something to kind of look out for you know it wasn't there's a long shot opportunity for them to catch the mets so the cardinals have been playing very well the mets have sputtered a touch um, and so the Cardinals, if my math is right, are about seven games behind the Mets. So that's another thing to consider because that means you get that like first round by essentially, you don't have to play the three game series and how that's going to impact who, uh, who's in the lineup. And, you know, so they, they may have the division in hand, but they still, which I guess this is kind of like what MLB was, was going for when they crafted this. Um, well, playoff thing yeah. is that the, those games, despite the division being in hand, despite the wild card being in hand, are now meaningful because you could potentially catch that team in front of you and get the bye. Yeah, and so exactly right. And just a slight correction: it was the MLBPA that pushed for that. Oh, is that to right? Make more, yeah, to make more teams want to want to, um, you know, not just be content with a division winner. You want to put out more contracts so that you are pushing further to chase the sure, Dodgers, to sense. chase the yeah. Mets, right. Um, to sign those guys and, 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 you know, put more effort on your, on your team. So, um, and so far it seems like it has worked and that the, the um, getting the first two by is, is huge. Um, especially because if you are uh, the, the wild card type um, division winner, you're probably going to be playing Atlanta or, you know, if the Mets fall far enough to, to fall back to Atlanta. And those are two pretty good tough teams. So it's not like you're, you're getting cut more cupcakes, like, um, yeah. you know, Arizona, San Francisco, those type of teams. You're playing some, you're playing a tough team in that. In it's going to be, it's, it's pretty much between the Braves, the Phillies and the Padres at this point. And, yeah, I'm not, you know, th- yeah. n- none of those are uh, are pushovers in, in the least for any team. Yep. So yep, absolutely. Yeah, win, win the games you have, but, you know, Albert Pujols hit one home run um, last night. So um, gets him uh, to 694, two behind A-Rod. Yeah, let's six get, behind. Let's make sure to two, get A-Rod. Six, that's, that's, yeah, let's get past A-Rod. I'll be happy if he gets past A-Rod. Um, I think that'll, that's, that's a, um, you know, jumping a level on the, uh, standings at that point is really something that's worth celebrating. Um, so I think going into, would that make him fourth all time? That would make him fourth. Yeah. He he'll, yeah. yeah, If he passes a rod, he will be fourth all time, no matter what, how many home runs he hits the rest of the year, he could hit 15 and he still won't pass, um, Ruth. So yeah, yeah, that would be, uh, that that'd be a pretty special thing uh, to to be in the top four, and well, we'll see where see where we end up. Let maybe knocks one over the next couple of days makes things, you know, makes things a little bit closer. And uh, yep. it's just been it, it's been must see if you're a baseball fan. It's must see. This is historic. So yeah, and and I think uh, the advantage is that he's chasing a Rod, who's not a generally well liked uh, baseball player. So. Not a lot of people out there hoping that A Rod keeps his standing in the right. the career the career list. So um, a couple of you know friendlies coming over to Albert Pujols and the Cardinals side is uh, is is a fun uh, development on that as well. So we'll we'll track it every week at least one a week. Got one for this week. So three ninety three to three ninety four. So um, 
next week, hopefully we we're talking about at least one more home run. So that'll be great. I'm I'm sure this is something that um will will be said for other records and other things. Um, if if it come, I mean, if it comes up, imagine where he'd be if there's no if there was no pandemic. I mean, he lost a hundred games. That's true. That's true. That's uh, that's you know, figure that's if he's healthy, that's ten, at least ten to fifteen. <clears throat> excuse me, ten to fifteen home runs, and now he's in the conversation of top three chasing. Um, you know, chasing Hank Aaron. So, right. you know, you can't ever you can't play that game really. But it's it is kind of a interesting thing to think about because it's not you know injuries happen. Like I heard somebody say, like imagine if he hadn't you know had all the foot problems. Was, well, that you know he's he's aging. That happens. Um, but like a global pandemic is something that's sort of like out of the norm of of uh, what happens to a baseball player in their career. So right. um, it is, it, it, it's too bad that he lost all those games to that, uh, to the pandemic. Cause he would almost certainly be at, he'd be chasing. We, we'd probably be talking about him chasing Ruth and that would be even more fun. Yes, absolutely. So. Completely agree. Um, but also he, he is advantaged by um, granted. He went to an AL team, so he could DH, but now that, DH coming to the yep. NL. He's benefited um, by that rule for sure. Benefits that in his last year with the Cardinals, obviously um, he wouldn't be able to play first base as many times as he has played. Um, so uh, not, not certainly going to make up for the hundreds of games that he would have gotten, but you know, at least brought him home in St. Louis for the right. He, he probably would still be doing this, but it might be for, you know, Cleveland or something like it. It, right. it is nice that this chase is happening with him in a Cardinal uniform. Yep, absolutely. And we'll keep tracking it. Yep. Um, all right. So let's go on. So we talked about every division. Let me, let me ask you one thing. Okay. Going off, going off the, uh, off the sheet a little bit here. Okay. Um, we've been talking, we've been talking about the divisions for like a month now. Yeah. We started with the East. So let's, let's, let's just quickly go back to like the early ones that we did. Um, the right. East and th- the North. Things have changed. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. Like how let's, let's talk about the East AFC and NFC. Like how have things changed? Pick anything amongst the, those two divisions. Like has anything changed like in a month of, I, of how you're thinking? about? Yeah. This? I think it is time to start thinking about, um, fading the Patriots, the, the, uh, information that's coming out of out of the camp is uh is not good it doesn't see it, it seems like they're having trouble getting uh e- doing simple things like getting the plays in um and it seems like everyone's kind of getting frustrated how long are they going to go with this uh matt patricia joe judge experiment um it it doesn't seem like things are firing on all cylinders there the way uh, you'd want them to. So I I don't know where I picked them, but um, I don't have them making the playoffs. I don't have them finishing. I could see them finishing in last place in the East now, the way things are. Uh, and, you know, we, we say, um, we say, look at, I should have pulled this up, um, but we say you like to do a, um, you like to do the whole schedule thing. 
Um, take yep. a peek at at their schedule. Um, here we go. So they open up at Miami. <coughs> Winner loss for the Patriots. I mean, that's that's Miami beat them twice last year, and I think Miami's offense has gotten better. So I'm going to say that's a loss for. The I got Patriots. them. I got that as a loss. Um, at Steelers. You know that's a tough it's game, tough, right? Um, because they're the both these teams. I think are are two mediocre teams that have a good coach. You know, um, boy, oh boy. Uh, I'll take home field with the Steelers. Okay, so another zero and two. Yeah. They host the Ravens. Yeah, that's a loss. Zero and three. They're at Packers. That's a loss. Zero and four. That's. I mean, I don't care how good of a coach you are. Zero and four very rarely turns into a playoff berth. So, right. um, and that would be a level, if that were to happen, that would be a level of dysfunction that we have not seen um, in a Bill Belichick organization in a very, 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 very long time, if at all. Right. And, and their schedule gets soft in the middle, right? With um, some bears and jets and right. lions um, are in there. lions. Right. But the, their closing stretch and I, we probably talked about yep. this on a month ago, but um, but they close with at Vikings, home against the Bills, at Arizona, at uh, the Raiders, Bengals at home, Miami at home, who beat them twice, and then at Buffalo. Like, I, that's I have their last... maybe two wins out of those. One, they they maybe I'll give two. them I'll maybe, give them the Vikings, yeah. but that's at Minnesota, so you never know. But yeah. I'll give them that one. They lose to the Bills at home. They beat the Cardinals. Yeah. They lose to the Raiders. They lose to the Bengals. They lose to the Dolphins. They lose to the Bills. Right. Yeah. I think there's. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna, they're going to close close two and four probably e- either way. Even with up either team last year that won ten games. Uh, I just you're starting I, I don't four. see a lot there. You're going two yeah. and four at the end. Now you're two and eight, and you got to find somewhere in there. Um, you got to win the rest. Eight of them. wins. You get. Yeah. And then they got the Colts in the middle. The Colts are a good team. I mean, and any division game is not, you know, uh, I don't pencil those one. You know, I don't put those in pen either way or another. Like at the Jets, you know. They use, that game is usually close, even even though it hasn't yeah. gone the Jets way. That game is usually close. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got to have a lot of coin flips go your way. And I don't, I don't think that their defense is going to be as good as it was last year. And their offense is, you know, as you said, looks like a mess. I think. Yeah, I was I was already kind of fading them, but I think even even a stronger fade. Yeah. Last year on that. So I, I I don't I don't remember where I picked them, but I I I'm talking myself into them as at the at the bottom of the AFC East at, uh, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's changed for me there in the NFC East. I don't think a lot has changed except for um, I'm I'm just as down on the Giants as I as I was I. I um, I think, uh, I think that one still probably goes Cowboys. Um, I think you and I had Eagles and commanders flipped, uh, yeah. and giants in the, in the cellar. Yeah. So I, I guess I was already kind of out on the Cowboys. I think I'm a little bit more out on the, on the Cowboys now. Really? Um, yeah, I feel What's pretty good about the that? Eagles winning week in this division. I, I just think, um, you know, they're just looking at, how they're handling their roster and like I think they're just not positioned to weather any injuries. Um so kind of a stars and sure, which, scrubs approach, which 
you know, has did work for the Rams last year, but they were unusually healthy. Um, and so I think, you know, you lose like a CD lamb and, you know, what do you have a wide receiver, Jalen Tolbert, that kind of get Michael Gallup, your wide receivers. So I think, you know, having to That's get rid of Amari Cooper. Yeah. Like having to get rid of Amari Cooper ex- exposed like wide receiver depth issues. And, um, you know, I think their offensive line historically was, was good, but the, you know, depth issues there as well. Um, you know, obviously just like anybody, if they lose a quarterback, they're probably toast, um, except for the Cooper rush game, uh, last year. But so I, I think I'm, I'm slightly down on the Cowboys. I was a little bit optimistic about the giants and I think I am less optimistic than I was. I think having yeah. seen them a little bit in, in preseason, uh, I was thinking that it was maybe a Daniel Jones resurgence, a little like a, a dead cat bounce kind of resurgence, but still a resurgence because they were historically bad last year. Right. I I still think their defense is going to be historically bad. Not historically bad. I still think their defense is going to be bad. Um, so I had them in third. I had the Giants in third place. I really don't think that's going to happen. I think they're still going to be in fourth. Um, yeah. I'm with you and, there. Yeah. And I'm about, I'm about, I'm with you on the paths. I think, you know, I just think it's 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 not going to be their year, and that's fine for like a normal team. But I think with with the Patriots, it's kind of like shocking that it's like, oh, like, oh, wait, what do you mean? It's not going to be our year. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I saw I saw uh, uh, a tweet from Bill Simmons, who I generally try to ignore, but yeah, uh, their rookie wide receiver Tyquan Thornton was is injured and out eight weeks or something, and he quote tweeted the tweet about that and said, you know, why is these terrible things always happen to us or something like that? And it's like, bro, like you've won like 10 championships in a row and you have won championships in every sport, yeah. like in the past 10 years. So, you know, I, let's just tone it down a little bit. Time, you can, time, you yeah. Can, yeah. It's, you can it's have okay it off for year. a down year. Yeah. 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 Right. So you can have an off year. Norm, normal teams have off years and this is going to be an off year for the Patriots. Um, yep. And I don't anything. I guess we talked about the north, the the north more re, um, longer yeah, ago than I don't, the south. I don't so. think too much has changed in. I guess I, I I am a bit. I was I was already bullish on. I'm I'm kind of jumping to the. I don't think anything's really changed on on either division in the north. Um, I was if you want to go to the south, I was a little bullish with the Saints. I I think I continue to be bullish on them. Yep. I think they're a surprise uh win over um of that division over Tampa Bay. Yeah. I I think you're right. I have the Saints to be first in that division and win it. Um I think I may have made a mistake in the north putting the the Lions over the Vikings in that division. I think I had them third. I I'm I'm thinking about you know should I be higher on the Vikings? Should they be a team that could challenge for that division with the Packers? If, if they take a step back from, from their great defense last year, and if yeah. their offense takes a step back without Devonte Adams, um, I'm wondering about that. I had them in third place and I think that's too low. Um, maybe I was, uh, uh, yeah. You know, a, another team I was like sniffing the glue a little bit was the lions. Um, you, and you, the Giants. You didn't buy the 
the dirty pants speech by Coach Campbell? <laughs> that that one. So usually they felt you know uh, his speeches feel uh, natural, right? This one felt pretty contrived, where he he had a pair of pants that were you know in hard knocks. So episode three of Hard Knocks, yeah. if you haven't watched it already, um, sorry, spoiler alert, but uh, he had a, a pair of pants and they were filled with dust or dirt or something. And he like shook them out. Like he came prepared for that speech with these pants full of dirt and dust. Uh, I don't know. That one, that one didn't do it for me. The other ones um, uh, are nonsensical, but they fire you up in a way that is, uh, is, interesting that one just didn't do it for me what about you? yeah i i i didn't buy that one either um yeah so i i think i'm an episode behind in in hard knocks right now but yeah i that I, was the third that was the third one that was the third one so tonight is the fourth one. okay so i so i'm not all right excellent yeah. um yeah you're good yep. so i guess i i think i picked them third and i'm gonna stick with that i i will be rooting for them to do well um, but I don't, uh, I don't see them eclipsing third place. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. That's fair. I had him in second and I'm, I'm, I'm like wondering a bit about that. Um, I think they will be an exciting team, but I think it's not, it's going to be, it's, you know, they could be eight and nine and be in third place, you know? Yeah. Um, um so I'm going to give you a shot because you, you had, I believe, the 49ers winning the West. Yeah. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to flip that if you if you if you want. You sticking with it? So it's only been like a week. <laughs> I know. Um yeah. on that one. So let let's let let me um let me intro this Garoppolo news as kind of yes. a segue there. So um the 49ers uh, restructured the contract of Jimmy Garoppolo, their backup quarterback. I think he was due like 22 million. Now it's like 6 million. He's like the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, he gets a, like a no trade clause and, and they're not going to, and a no franchise clause. So they won't franchise him next year. Um, which, which I feel like I've seen so many different um, interpretations of what that means. So obviously he has a no trade clause so he can, they can trade him, but he has kind of control over where yes. he, he gets traded to. Um, but it seems to me more likely that they need him around. What did you What did you feel about that? Yeah, uh, I think I think they I think they want need him around, which I'm not sure what that says about trey lance the other thing that's interesting about that contract is that it's pretty incentive laden i think he can make up to 16 million dollars if he hits certain marks so right i don't know you think you always think about like you know try to get in the minds of the of the people that offer and sign these things like jimmy garoppolo signs this okay so what's in it for him it's he may have an opportunity to reach that 16 million he gets to, and if not, he gets to control what team he goes to if they trade him. And if not that, he gets to walk away next year because they they promise not to franchise him, uh, and he be- effectively becomes a free agent. So I think that's what's in it for him. I, I, I don't know if we've seen the last of his days as the starting quarterback. 
in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the control, the no trade clause, which controls, he gave away money for the no trade clause, so he can control where if he gets traded, where he goes to. And number two, yeah, being a complete free agent, no, no matching, no nothing. Like he gets, then he gets to choose his his destination at the end of the year, no matter what. Like if he gets traded, he, he still can choose his destination. So, um, that seems to be the the side of it for Garoppolo, and obviously less money on the books in the restructure is, and I don't know how they just make money disappear, but it's the NFL. Yeah. So it just happens. Uh, <laughs> they ripped uh, up his old contract and he signed a new one. I don't know. I don't understand how it works. That's okay. Um, they just call it a restructure and, you know, wave, wave a magic wand. And yeah, there there's you go. This, um, you know, all these dummy years and dead money. Oh, Who knows yeah. what it means? It's a whole other language. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. The void, maybe they gave him voidable years or something. Um, so, I think this means it's less likely that he's traded um, because obviously they can't trade him anywhere. He'd have to approve somewhere. And it means, seems to me that they want him around. They're not like, okay, Trey Lance has been awesome. We know he's ready to go. We can just send Garoppolo anywhere, right? right? We could send him to whoever, like whoever, whoever needs him Cleveland so that they can start somebody instead of Brissett for 11 weeks or something like that. Um, it doesn't matter because we have Trey Lance and I was kind of hyping up Trey Lance, maybe a little bit too much last week against sniffing the glue uh, a little bit too much there. Um, but they still have a very good team. Uh, Garoppolo or Lance, honestly, uh, both different quarterbacks, but both quarterbacks, I think who have shown uh, where at least Garoppolo has shown that he can win and, and play well inside that system. And Lance has, you know, thrown 300 passes since high school, but has talent to uh, be able to be a runner and passer with talent that, that uh, you know, a lot of players don't have. So I still think, I still think, I I still think I'll take the Niners to win the division. Not, not necessarily because of the Niners uh, having like a, a number one overall, uh, year, but more like the Rams kind of, you know, taking taking the foot off the gas a little bit, and maybe coming in to the playoffs at like, you know, ten and ten and whatever. Yeah, coasting in, coasting in, ten and seven. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, I think that they 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 say, hey, like we're we know we're veterans, we know what to do, we just want to get in the playoffs, and so maybe they won't, you know, take a, take a couple of artificial buys uh, in the middle there and and come in at 10 and seven and right. p- play in the wild card game and know that they could just turn it, you know, flip the switch, so to speak. Um, and I think that the Niners with something to prove, maybe uh, play harder the whole year and, and get that divisional crown. So I'll stick with it, okay. but I, I am definitely questioning it a little bit because they were very interested in keeping Garoppolo around for this year. Right. You know? Agreed. Okay. So, I looked at all of our our lists of our divisional things, but what I wanted to talk about, and this this is you know kind of a good jumping off point to talk about all the teams as we go through them, but talking about um, one conference or the other, who makes the playoffs? Okay, and then we can kind of, and then we can kind of uh, drill down onto that into predictions of who gets knocked out at what round and all that stuff. So um, AFC or NFC, uh, 
I got I got the AFC your, your on top of my paper here, so let's go with them. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so uh, so go ahead and um, give me what you got. We okay. have seven so, seven teams, so I'll, I'll want to specify uh, number one seed, division winners, and the wild cards. Okay. I've got division winners as Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Kansas City. I will give the number one seed to to Buffalo. Okay. Um, the three wild cards I have as the Ravens, the Raiders, and the Broncos, and I I do think in the mix late are I <clears throat> I'm not writing off the Titans. I think they're going to be in the mix late, and I do think uh, with with my fading of the Patriots, I am going to, uh, if Zach Wilson can play well, I think the Jets will be in the conversation, uh, mm. but just will not um, not make it this year. So um, I'll give that last spot, say, to the Broncos. Um, okay. Okay. I, think I, like you're in the conver- I like you're in, I like you're in the conversation. Yeah. I'll write that down. We'll make sure we're, we'll make sure to keep them in the conversation. Um, outside of that, I mean, I guess the Dolphins could be in the conversation, but uh, I'm, I'm not buying that just yet. And I don't think the Browns, the Jack, you know, everyone else is is out. The one that could possibly be are the Chargers. I just think they're just gonna, that division's just going to get beat up. Um, and I could see some a team in that division ending, uh, you know, seven and ten, and it might be them. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, somebody. I mean, somebody's got to lose those games, right? Unless they ended in tie, uh, right? Probably not going to. So, um, what do you? What do you yeah. have in that? Uh, so, in that um, yeah. So, I'm. I'm also going Buffalo number one. Okay. Um, the North. I have the Ravens winning the division. Indianapolis winning the South, and Kansas City winning the West. Uh, the wild card. I will put Cincy in there. Okay. Um, the other team I have making it out of the West is the Chargers. So I have okay. the Chargers in there. I have both the Broncos and the Raiders missing the playoffs. Ah. Um, so that gives me one more wild card in. Um, that would that would have me put Miami in there. Okay. I'm regretting this, but but um, you know, in the conversation would obviously be the rest of the teams in the West, um, the the Raiders and the Broncos. And I'm going to put the Steelers in the conversation as well. I don't really? think that they're going to be. I don't think that they're going to be. I, I think it's a Tomlin thing. Um, their defense was good last year, and they may even have better quarterbacking this year. Yeah. Um, between Trubisky and, and Pickett, and they still have Tomlin. So I think that they're the the pieces are still there. I could see them finishing in third in that division for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's absolutely right, and and you know. They could be hanging around at that that eight nine wins level, you know, in the conversation towards the last couple of weeks. Um, what about the Titans? You see them in the conversation at all? No, I don't. I I think we talked about it with the South. I just I think that they're gonna they are going when they the going gets tough. I think that they're gonna go with and see what they have in Willis, which will probably lose them games in the short term, but maybe will help them in the. the, the I think that guy. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that guy might be pretty good. Um, I think he might be good too, but I don't know if he's going to win. Yeah, right away. Sure. 
Yeah. Okay. Especially with the weapons that they have on offense. Um, obviously Derrick Henry is great, but I, you know, I don't know who he's really going to be throwing to. Yeah. There. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so let's, let's do this then in the AFC. Um, let's stay in the AFC. Um, which one of your divisional winners, well, actually all of the divisional winners except for Buffalo play on in wildcard weekend. So who do you have amongst your teams um, eliminated in the wildcard round? I'm trying to figure out who would be essentially be playing who. Um, um, I see the... So I got I have three games. Um, so yeah. I think let's take out the Ravens, the Colts, and the Raiders. So that's a final four of Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Denver. Okay. Okay. Um, and then your um, – I did it backwards with it eliminated. Now I'm all mixed up, but <laughs> so, my, my, my AFC um, championship game yeah. is Buffalo Cincinnati. Okay. And, uh, um, rematch. Re- is that a, re- that's a rematch. Uh, it is not a rematch uh, because know, it's Kansas city, Kansas city Kansas beat city Buffalo. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that maybe there's a rematch there where Buffalo gets right. the chiefs again, somehow. Uh, although I don't okay. think with the teams I've picked and the way that they've finished, that's possible, but, um, could well, you know, just for the fun of the story, and then right, yeah. I'll I'll pick uh I'll pick Buffalo to go to the Hamilton World Series, go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, um, that that makes sense. Okay, so uh, amongst my teams, so I just to recap, I have I have Buffalo, the Ravens, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Cincinnati, the Chargers, and Miami. Um. I am going to eliminate Indianapolis. I think you're right. They're going to be a good team in the regular season and and probably not make it very far in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I have the Chargers being eliminated. I think they're going to have a good season, but you know, first quarterback first time in the playoffs. I think they're going to probably not do well, and Miami's going to lose in the first round as well. So that leaves me Buffalo, the Ravens, Cincinnati, and KC. Um, so my AFC championship game will be amongst them. I, I do like Buffalo as well to, to win whoever they're playing. And I am going to go, you already took Cincy, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to go Buffalo Ravens. Yeah, possible. And sure. uh, I, I'll, I'll do, um, I'll do a, I'll also get Buffalo into the Super Bowl as well. All right. So, okay. On to the NFC. Tim, you All right, are, uh... my division winners are I'll, I'm going Cowboys, Packers, Saints, and Rams. Mm-hmm. And for my three wild card teams, I'm going with the Washington Commanders. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I they're like going to sneak in um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the 49ers. Okay. Number right, one. So who's your number one seed? Packers. There? Packers. All right. And okay. in the conversation, do you have an in the conversation? Eagles. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, not really anybody else. I mean, I I mean, just by yeah. virtue yeah. of um, like the fact <laughs> there have to be others in the conversation for record Vikings and Cardinals, but I don't, I don't really, I think, yeah. Is, is there something cool like the commanders playing? We should look up their schedule. Um, like the commanders playing the Eagles um, in the last week of the season. That'd be awesome. Like for a playoff spot. It's the Cowboys they have in the last week of the season. Ah, all right. Yeah. Even, even better. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I see something kind of funky happening in that. That division in the East is always like a slugfest, it seems like, yeah. um, for that second and third place finish. Um, so I, I could see like a game separating um, Washington and Philadelphia and Washington coming out on top. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's going to be pretty tight in that division for sure. Okay. Um, so then, all right. moving so on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you want to you want to do your division? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Why don't, do why don't you do, do your picks? And then we'll do that. Yeah. Okay. So divisions, I have uh, Eagles, right? Packers, Saints, and 49ers. In the division, wild card. I think the Cowboys still make it. I think Tampa Bay still makes it, and the Rams. And in the conversation, it's the Vikings. Yeah. yeah, they might make it in, but I don't know who to sub them out. Maybe Tampa Bay if something goes wrong. Maybe the Cowboys if something goes wrong. So you don't I have think, Tampa Bay think, at all making it? I have Tampa Bay in. Okay. I have good. Tampa Bay right. in. Yeah. Yeah. I misunderstood. Tampa Bay is okay. in. Yeah. Um, but I have... I have the Vikings in the conversation. I just, I, I got you. I don't, I don't know who to sub them out for. All right. I, uh, yeah, just, I, yeah. I miss, misheard that. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, so go ahead and our teams are your... pretty much the same there with the exception of the commanders slash like in terms of who's making. Yeah. It. Yeah. I have the commanders. Yeah. You have the Eagles. There's, there's a very strata, like the NFC, there's not a lot of good teams and maybe that, it's going to end up with parity, but I think the teams that are good are going to make themselves clear. Yeah. Like if it, that makes not, sense. not as muddled, not as, not as, not as many bubble teams. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. So the final four. Yeah. The Packers are already, um, have already moved on. So mm-hmm. they will, uh, it's going to be them. The Saints, the Buccaneers, and the Rams. Okay, so Cowboys out, Commanders out. Cowboys out, Commanders out, 49ers out. Um, And... Oh, man. I guess, yeah. There's there's a world where the 49ers don't make it and the Eagles do. But anyway, I'm not going back now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's too late. No changing it. Yeah. Rematch of two years ago, Packers Bucks in um in the NFC Championship game, and uh, the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl. All right, all right, okay. So, all right, on my end, I forgot who was going to do the number one seed. Man, um, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go all in. Eagles number one seed. Wow. They have the easiest schedule. They have the easiest schedule. I think they're gonna get to buy. Um, so that gives me. Um, 
eliminated in the wild card round. Uh, Cowboys, because that's their lot in life. Yeah. Um, Saints, I, I like the Saints, but I still see them being eliminated there. And the 49ers, young quarterback right. situation. Uh, all right. So that leaves me Eagles, Packers, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Yes. I am going to put the Eagles out. Man, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I don't like where this is going to. <laughs> uh, the yeah, I'm gonna yeah, bra, 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 bra. I, I don't I don't like where this is going, but um, I am going to put the so. I don't think the Eagles win the divisional round young quarterback playoff situation. Um, I am going to go with the Rams Packers NFC championship game. No, that's not a rematch of anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll create something new here. Um, And I'll go with the Rams to win the, to win the, uh, to, to head to the Super Bowl here. Maybe just a little bit different than you. Cause so we, so we don't have Buffalo, don't have Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Packers. Um, right. So then your Super Bowl is Buffalo and the Packers. Mine is that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go, I'll go on the Aaron Rodgers train all the way. Um, wow, okay. And, and pick the Packers to, to win. I, I've, been seeing some stuff. I think it's Dan Orlovsky that's posted a few things about um, Aaron Rodgers statistically on Twitter. And it's like he's basically the argument is like he's been the most prolific passer pretty much in NFL history. Um, you know, he, he's led the league or his touchdown to interception ratio is is ridiculous. Um, so sooner or later that's going to have to translate into a, a Super Bowl win and why not this year right it's been very interesting to me at least like how little he has done in the playoffs despite you know such a such a sterling career um, but at some point he will break through and you know looking at it who else like is in the NFC is going to do it um, it, it could be a surprise but you know I, I think that makes as much sense as anything. Yep. Um, I have Buffalo beating the Rams in the Super Bowl. I think Buffalo is the best team. Um, and I think at this point it's easiest or best or smartest to just pick the best team. And then, uh, you know, cause three, four months from now, everything's probably going to look a little bit different. Um, but from right now, I'm just going to go ahead and pick the best. So team. interesting that neither of us thinks that Buffalo is going to take a step back offensively without Brian Dable. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think the most important position is quarterback. And I think that the organizationally, they, you know, as far as game planning is concerned, will continue that with, as long as they have the quarterback there. Um, that's what I, okay. that's what I think. I think that, I think they're, they're good enough and, have enough uh, other other pieces there in the coaching staff that they'll yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So well, all, we'll see how this all, all plays books. out. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So let's do a couple of quick hitters here um, uh, for awards uh, markets, um, and we'll 
We'll start with coach of the year. Uh, coach of the year short shot right now, Kevin O'Connell from Minnesota, 12 to one. Um, Brandon Staley, 14 to one. Some other, some other guys between, you know, 18 and 20. Who do you think would be the coach of the year? Generally, this is given to somebody who um, has a big delta from last year to this year. Um, uh, as far as wins are concerned. So, you know, somebody like Dan Campbell taking a three win team yep. to a eight win team would certainly be a, a good candidate, but what's, what's your thoughts? Okay. So let's see, I guess, uh, I would have to, if I'm, I guess if I'm picking, I kind of have to like mesh this with my with my picks here. If, if I'm picking the commanders to make the playoffs, uh, I guess, I guess I kind of have to give that to Ron Rivera. Like okay. he's, or, or that's that, hold on. Or if I'm picking the saints to win that division there, who's what's, who's their first year coach that, that is, um, what is his name? He was there as the defensive corner, Dennis Allen. That would be that would be another one to to consider. Um, or you could probably just go with you know the popular Dan Campbell pick. If if the Lions somehow finish second in that division, I would assume that he would he would get the nod. Um, or if you know if the Jags finish second in the in the AFC South, I think you're looking at um, Doug Peterson. Um, why don't I go with the long shot and give it to uh, Dennis Allen of the Saints? Okay. Um, all right. Um, all right, Dennis Allen. Yeah, I get a lot riding on these Saints right now. In yeah. These, in these <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. is like once once you predict it, you're like, okay, well, if this happens, and then start, that probably means that. And then start you talking know. yourself into things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, based on my predictions, you know, the Eagles with the number one seed, that yeah. makes it seem like Sirianni would then be the coach of the year. Sure. Um, and other than that, not any big surprises necessarily. I think the Vikings, Kevin O'Connell being the short shot, um, probably not a lot of value there, so to speak. But if we're picking here, um, you know, I think Brandon Staley definitely has a chance in my world where the – where um, the um, Chargers make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, I don't think is a good choice because a lot of the credit will probably be gone to getting Russell Wilson. So I think that one's a bit questionable. I wouldn't go with that one. Um, I'm going to say Sirianni because in, in my world, if they're number one seed, Sirianni is the okay automatically. Um, all right. So next market MVP market, um, you know, generally has become the, the, quarterback on the one of the best two to four teams yeah um you know potentially the team that gets the buy gets a buy in one of the leagues so considering you know how your thing lays out you know what which quarterback would be that it's be that for me it's the it's the aaron Rodgers, josh allen race and it's going to be aaron Rodgers again okay wow three is that would be a three-peat for a right yeah right there um so, uh, Aaron Rodgers, let me, I'm writing this all down so I make sure that we you know, can come back and take our victory laps. 
<laughs> that's right. Uh, and of all the zero dollars that we bet on this, um, I'm going to take Josh Allen. I think I think it's, this is going to be a number one seed, and if they're a number one seed, they're going to have a good season. All right, he's going to have a good season, and I believe that the voters want to give it to Josh Allen this year. If he is, if he is, um, you know, close, he, he had an MVP like season this year, and they didn't give it to him, so I think it's kind of like he's due situation okay. there. Um, he is appropriately a short shot at six to one on that. So um, we have a couple other quick ones. Offensive Player of the Year, which is kind of like your. Um, your um, non non quarterback, yeah, best offensive player. Uh, you know, players like Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup are are near the top of the list. Okay, um, whew, this is a tough one. Um, let's go with um, if the Raiders are making the playoffs, then Devontae Adams is going to have a crazy season. So um, let's give let's give that one to him. Okay, cool. I'm going to go with uh, Justin Jefferson. I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league, and probably their offense will be much more aggressive than previous years. Yeah. And I think he will be the offensive player of the year. Um, their defense will let them down and not get them into the playoffs. All right. So the, the next one is uh, defensive player of the year. So um, the odds that I'm looking at are the NBA's defensive player of the year. So that is not valid at all. Um, but uh, go ahead and uh, let me know who you think would be the best defender. Um, um, usually a guy gets a lot of sacks or maybe linebacker gets a lot of tackles or yeah, I got know, a- interceptions. Right. It, it would have to be if, yeah. Mm. I got to go with Chase Young, unless he's hurt mm. for some reason that I don't know about. Um, I think he's going to, uh, yeah, I like I like him as defensive player. It's, again, if the commanders are making the playoffs, uh, right. he's going to be yep. a dominant force. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, let me see here. Um, I'm going to give it to even though i kind of well i like micah parsons um to sure to pack up pack up some stats on this one um well the cowboys are going to make the playoffs so i'm going to go with micah parsons because i think he's going to be he's going to be on prime time enough pile up enough stats um that he'll get it i, I like that i like that look okay uh you said chase young i said uh who did i say micah parsons mm-hmm. okay um, all right, last one. Okay. Rookie of the year. So I think it's probably yeah. offense offense only at this point. But um, usually yeah, a quarterback, except for last year when it wasn't a quarterback, um, you know, and maybe not this year. It will not if be a quarterback. If Pickett doesn't play, yeah. I don't think it's going to be this year. Um, so it could be wide open. Okay, so uh, it, I'd love to say, you know, my my – my heart wants to say either Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson. Um, and if the Jets are going to be in the conversation, they will be in the conversation for that. But it's going to be Chris Olave uh, of the Saints. I think he's going to have a 1,000-yard-plus season and you know four or five touchdowns. Um, he's going to be tough. Yeah, 
that's that's my guy as well. Okay. Uh, I think he's. I've been trying to draft him around sixth and seventh uh, in, in fantasy drafts when I can get him in fantasy rookie drafts. So I, I think he's going to have a big year uh, with Jameis there and that offense. I think he's a perfect fit for them. So yeah. that's 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 my. That's he's my gonna idea. he's gonna make some pretty explosive plays when he takes the top off. Yeah. Leave it. It's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. And James can throw yeah. that deep ball. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think we're, we've been spoiled by um, Justin Jefferson and um, Jamar Chase. I don't think you know any of the guys in this class are going to be as a, have immediate huge impacts like they did. But we will have some guys that put up some serious stats for sure. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> this is this is what's going to happen in the season. Nobody needs to watch. So yeah, just, you could just shut it down right now. Just, just go ahead and shut it down right now. Just um, put all your money on the two different scenarios that we gave you. <laughs> and you uh, can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's stay on football um, here in the wrap for like kind of like keeping our eye on situation here um, because college football is starting it's up. And I'm, I'm going to lean, lean on you a little bit here in, the, in this segment. But um, so week one is starting. So we got two big games by my eyes. Um, the the Ohio State game they're playing against, remind me. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yep. And uh, Georgia is hosting Oregon, are, are the two big games in, in my mind. Um, yes. So Georgia looking, coming off a national title, looking for um, something, you know, They've replaced basically their whole defense. They have incredible recruiting, so they could probably just do that on the fly if they wanted. Um, you know, big big favorites against Oregon um, and Ohio State. Pretty big favorites against uh, Notre Dame as well. Yeah. Um, what's that number on the – is it still 17, Ohio State, um, Notre Dame? Um, I will find it for you. I think it's. Why I think you, that's. So let me ask you this: Do you think that Ohio State's defense going to give us the best, you know, better than last year uh, in this situation? I do. I think uh, they they focused a lot on on improving that side of the unit or uh, that that unit that side of the ball. Uh, they brought in um, a new defensive coordinator that um, is is going to shake some things up and. As I understand it, he they they're kind of going with the they're go they're going with the um, you know Ryan Day is the head coach, but um, I think his I think his name is Noel uh, something Knowles um, is he's he's the head coach of the defense and he's got kind of carte blanche to do what needs to be done to make that a better unit. Um, so I I think they I think they will be good, and I think in just in general. Ohio State's players are are better than um, uh, are better than Notre Dame right now. So, um, what what do we got for the? Is it? Yeah, I got I got seventeen. 17. It's a lot of points. 17. It's at home. Um, so that 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 number kind of makes me nervous. But I would pick Ohio State there. Yeah, I think um, just. Looking at the number, the over under is what am I seeing? Fifty nine. Over 
59. Well, yeah, they I mean, might I think... get that many themselves. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking that um, you could just go ahead and bet Ohio state was going to get over their, their total, um, their estimated total. Yeah. Um, whatever that is 30, you know, uh, you know, if you subtract the, the spread and do the dividing, it'd probably be like 32 or something. Um, Ohio state's probably gonna get more than 32. Yeah. I think this is like a 38, 17 game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, so the, the other, the other one is, is, is Georgia. Like does, does Oregon scratch the surface against Georgia? Yeah. That's going to be a close game. I, I don't remember. <clears throat> remember that Georgia struggled early on in the year last year, Oregon. Um, they went out and got uh, in the transfer portal, um, some quarterback whose name evades me right now. So they, uh, who's like a, I think a fifth year senior, um, who is it? Why can't I remember his name? You know that I am not Foster. up on the yeah. transfer portal. Um, it's so much, so much movement on it. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, Bo Nix, the guy from Auburn. Um, Bo Nix, wow. Okay, yeah. that's so a name I did know. Okay, he is. He's a fifth year senior. I think he's gonna. You know, he's he's not afraid of going into Georgia. Uh, that like mm-hmm. so that that atmosphere is not going to shake him. Um, I I do think this is going to be a close game, and I'll take the points, but I wouldn't be surprised if Oregon pulls off an upset. Right. I mean, this one's out to seventeen as well in a lot of places, um, and I believe Oregon's coach is a former SEC, SEC coordinator. Yeah. So probably not. Uh, um not exactly intimidated by going in there or maybe is intimidated because they know exactly, exactly what these, it takes to beat Georgia. Yeah. The, you know, these early games are tough. Cause you, you know, George, yeah. what does it mean for Georgia to be ranked number three? Like we, right. obviously we think they'll be good. Uh, we, we know they'll be good, but these numbers don't mean anything right now. So, right. um, yeah, I think it mean nothing. I mean, there's definitely yeah. going to be big double digit upsets in week one and maybe, you know, soon after as well. Um, a couple other games just to kind of like tease um, Utah, which is ranked, ranked number seven, is going to oh, yeah. Florida. That should be yep. okay. a fun game. Um, I do like I do like Utah and now I think Utah's going to be a pretty nasty team. Um, and then another one that's interesting is. Uh, Cincinnati is going to Arkansas. Um, mm, so okay. yeah, Cincinnati's not, not scared of, uh, of playing with the big boys now. Um, obviously they're going to have a new quarterback and new corner and, uh, they lost some guys in the draft, but I, I think that's still a pretty solid program. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Arkansas a game. Yeah. No, good, good call outs on those two. Um, Utah, very trendy pick to win the, uh, pack, the, um, pack 12, pack, pack, whatever, 11, it is. Yeah. whatever they are now. <laughs> 11, 11 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with two out the door. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely going to be an interesting, cause I, I like that when you see the two teams that don't usually play each other kind of match up, like Utah, Florida is like a completely random matchup to me. Um, Utah ranked number seven, Florida unranked Utah only favored by three in that matchup. So um, a little bit of maybe disrespect for Utah there. 
Yeah, I, 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 I've seen a number of predictions that have them going to the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah, good so. team. And, and I and I believe, if I remember from my uh, podcast listening correctly, that they are returning a large portion of their team. I believe well. that's correct. So, and they also have cool um, uniforms. Say that, say that right. for them. Okay. I, li- I like their There uniforms. you go. Um, all right. All right. Yeah, so I, I think that's that's what I'm looking for. Looking yeah. forward to is uh, the beginning of this this way, you know, and it starts it starts Thursday. You got yeah three games Thursday. You got um, Michigan State plays Friday night, then a whole day Saturday uh, from you know from noon to noon to whenever, and then you finish with Clemson at Georgia Tech on Monday night. You know, it's if you're Big college football fan, this is your weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It gets it gets the whole weekend to itself. No NFL, and starts off on Thursday. You know, with West Virginia, Pittsburgh, the backyard brawl. I think that's the backyard brawl, um, and uh, Penn State, Purdue in a Big Ten matchup. Um, is Purdue in the Big Ten? No, they are Ten. very much so. They are okay. Yes. Wow. Okay. So starting straight off the top with a with a matchup there. So, um, oh. All interesting games, right? Starting off for your Thursday. So um, with all that, let's go into the wrap-up. We'll say keep your eyes glued to College Football Week 1 and keep your ears glued to Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast. And we will talk to you next. All right. See ya. Okay, so I got I to gotta revisit this with you. Um, the 2006 Cardinals. Um, okay, did you, did you get it? Did you get so all I've got... Molina behind the plate, Roland at third, Eckstein at short. I'm sorry. Is, uh, did we? No, I'm sorry. We were doing 2004. We're trying to do 2004. Um, so Eck at short. I think Tony Womack played second base in 2004. 2014. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think we, we were. We said we were going to do 2004. I, I, I messed up. Um, so Molina, Roland, Eck, Romack, Pujols, that's the infield. But wasn't 2004 rental yet? Oh, shoot, you're right. He wasn't there yet. Oh, yeah. So that's that's Renteria. Yeah. Good one. Oh, forgot about that. Yes. Because then he went, he went to the, to the Red, Red Sox, Sox right, right after, after that. He made the last out. Right after oh. he made the last out. So when Eck came that next year. Yeah. Oh, he was the MVP he was a of the 20, um, the 2006, um, then Edmonds in center, and I can't get the corner out there. for 2004. All right, we're going to have to work on yeah. this one. Or 2004. 